It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Craig Gately. Ahoy, hoy, everybody, and welcome, Disney fans, sports fans, and everyone in between. Welcome to the live podcast show where we dive deep into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, whatever else the hell we feel like. I am your co-host, Greg the Fanatic, and our other co-host, as always, is Scott from the House of Mouse Expo, the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, and uh, I don't know, Scott, how many other titles do you have? Um, There's a lot of them, but that's a good start, so we can go with that for now. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay, that works. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you the latest news straight from the Main Street Mouse and the Fanatic's Blog. From an opening, from the opening of Scott, I'm messing up already. We're going it, with this, and it's your own writing. Yeah, it's my own writing. It's you think I would have tried this out to begin with? But no, you know what we're doing? We're just going with this. We're going to wing it. We are winging this. It's just how it's going. So uh, let's, you know what? Let's get back on topic. From the opening of new attractions to the announcement of upcoming films. We will keep you up to date with everything happening in the Disney universe, in sports, pop culture, entertainment. Feel the need to hear about the Detroit Lions, the Tigers, or my hated Red Wings? I love the Red Wings. I will bring you the news from the Philly Flyers, the Phillies. Uh, it's just an amazing time to be alive there. And of course, not the Eagles, because you know what? Neither one of us like them. I hate them. Hate them. Yeah. So we both get to discuss wrestling, basically whatever else you and I feel like to talk you like to talking about all of a sudden now i'm stumbling over my own words your own typewritten words i literally wrote this out didn't i not you did yeah and it's it's written i can read it clearly the live podcast show is your go-to <laughs> source for all the latest news let's kick things kick things off today by welcoming into the show my cohort of the live podcast show ladies and gentlemen mr scott atwood scott how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing fantastic there, Greg. How are you? I am living the dream. This is day one of you and I recording here and uh, listening to my microphone just jack up all of a sudden. Like, that's just one of those, oh, let's press that button. And then all of a sudden, I sound so clear and crisp. Um, it's amazing how it takes your voice that isn't clear and crisp and makes it. I know. It's, it's quite wonderful. So anyway, man, I am doing amazing. I've had a great week. I want to discuss with you, though, our past week. It's been a busy one. <laughs> I been, think I've seen you more this week than I probably have in the last three weeks. Uh, yes, yes. But um, what I would like to discuss, though, is uh, let's, let's, let's get into um, you and Michelle. Uh, obviously, you guys are the owners of House of Mouse Expo. Yes. Uh, hanging out with Jason Marsden at Epcot? Come yeah, on. That was pretty cool. Okay. First off, for those who do not know, Jason Marsden is, please fill us in, Scott, so, because uh, I will ask if they are an avatar. And, and he was not an avatar, um, but he's done a lot of other things. So you might know Jason as the voice of Max Goof. That's similar. That's close. Is that Goofy? That's Goofy. I don't even know what that is. Does he grow up to be Goofy? We'll see. Oh. The future is not here yet. He's also Binks the Cat from Hocus Pocus. And he was actually the voice of Thatchery Binks, the actual um, actor who was in the movie. He actually did the voiceover for him. So the actor you see in the movie, that was Jason's voice going through that actor's mouth. Was he also the cat from Sabrina? I do not know. I don't no. think so. 
Okay. I don't believe, but he could probably play any cat oh. need be. It probably wasn't Disney either. So probably I have not. no clue. But back in the day, he was on Friday nights on ABC doing a lot of different shows from, I believe, Boy Meets World. He was on Full House. So. But he was also in my favorite Disney afternoon show. Which was? The Gummy Bears. Oh, that's right. He was Kevin. He was. The, the little boy who was like, showed up once every few episodes and was like, hey, I'm Kevin, and then disappeared. And you got excited about that I, one time. I got excited about Kevin, that's for sure. Did you also know that in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, the new Mickey Mouse Clubhouse of the 90s, he was the, the announcer. He announced everything for that show. For House of Ma- for, for, for The for, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh. The new Mickey Mouse oh, Clubhouse. Oh, okay. So that, he was the announcer and did a lot of things for them. So, um, there, so there's Jason Marsden. Now, he just calls you up. He's like, hey, Scott and Michelle, let's go over to Epcot and uh, watch a show. Pretty much, he texted me the day he got in town. He goes, hey, no pressure. We're in town. We'd like to see you guys. What you guys doing today? We were busy that day. I said, we're free the next. He said, come on out. We're going to be at Epcot. Come hang out. Walk around the world with us, and let's have some drinks and some food and have a good time. And 98 Degrees was there, so we actually stopped watched 98 Degrees perform, which was pretty good. Was it actually 98 Degrees out? It was probably hotter than that. It was it The was humidity. Wet. I heard it was wet. It was pouring. I, I Never mind. I'm going to skip that joke. That's probably a good one. We, have, we, don't want to, we don't want to turn people off already. With right from the beginning, jokes. we are making sure that everybody is like, no, thank you. Uh, so let's see. Uh, you guys ran into Wayne Morris from Boys to Men? Wanye Morris. Wanye? Saw Did him. I say Wayne? You it's, said Wayne. I swear to God, Scott, you spelled Wayne here. Did I? No, I didn't. Wayna. 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 It's Wanye. Wanye. So what's funny you is You would Michelle think by now, I Wayne. would know this, by the way, being from Philly, and knowing boys to men. So and it's not Wanye. No, it's Wanye. It's, it's not, not Wayne. Wayne. Right, correct. Now, Michelle always says it's Wayne. No. I tell her it's Wanye. So we were walking at Animal Kingdom yesterday. Saw him walk past me. I looked at Michelle. I go, that's Wanye. She goes, are you sure? I was like, yeah, that's sure. So I went into the store, kind of ran into him, just wanted to say hello, shake the man's hand, tell him I'm a big fan. And he went about his business. He was with his family. He didn't want to bother him too much. Motown cool. Philly back again. Doing a little East Coast. Yeah, there we go. Boys to Men. It so. was great. Yeah, they, uh, they were at Eat to the Beat. And last night was their last performance. So they were there for four days. Speaking of Eat to Beat. Eat to Beat. Eat to Beat. Eat to Beat. Eat to the Beat. I'm going to learn how to speak properly at some point. Maybe by 10, 12 shows we should be able to. Hey, we'll get, we'll get to it, people. Don't worry, man. We got a lot going on with us. So anyway, um, I love this, that you have a question here. So uh, yeah. yeah. Have so, you, other than, I mean, getting calls because you're important, getting what? calls here from uh, celebrities, um, who else have you seen around the parks? So ironically, at Animal Kingdom again, Michelle and I and the boys went to go see it to Bugs Life years ago, and Ken Jung was in there. Uh, you might know as Leslie Chow from The Hangover. <laughs> He's also on the... The Masked Singer, one of the judges. He was not an avatar, which is a joke. I'm sure we will eventually explain to everybody. So great. Oh, no, 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 no. We're keeping that joke we're between keep us. That one Nobody's going to okay. know what we're that, talking that about. So he was an avatar? No. Okay. Kim Jong-il was not an avatar. Kim Jong-il? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Ken Jung. Oh, was Ken, a, Ken. Ken Jung, Jung. Who was a former doctor. In Michigan, which is where I'm from. I know who you're talking about. And now, now. he's an actor yes. and comedian. And quite a good actor. And yeah. I, like I've seen him do, he actually has like a really good Instagram. He does. Yeah. And he was in um, The Hangover, which is, I think that was like his breakout role as Leslie Chow. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he was walking around. He was in there. We were waiting to go in the theater. And he was kind of holding off to go in last. But he wouldn't 
I saw where his family and they were all standing there talking to the plaid was with him. But he kept walking around trying to keep his head down. He didn't want people to spot him. And then yeah. everybody in the theater and they came in. So I got to say, I, the, the person I, I, I'm trying to think of who else I've seen walking around the parks other than myself when I look in a mirror. Oh, yeah, that's because a celebrity. Because that is a celebrity. And you were an avatar. I mean, influencers at Disney are like the biggest things in the world, right? They really are. They're amazing. Yeah, they, they're everywhere. <laughs> I love how we both stop. We're like, are we crossing a line? No, there's no, no line that we're not. Uh, we'll wait a few minutes to talk about that. So, um, you know what I do want to get into? No, okay, so let me get into a celebrity I have seen. Um, no one. Never? No, I have seen like wrestlers. Okay. And I guess they're celebrities in certain they things. Are. So I've, I've actually seen uh, like I, I, Kenny Omega, who is huge uh, in AEW and was right. the champion for a while. Uh, we've seen Cody Rhodes walk around through the parks. Um, unfortunately, Scott, you are dealing with a man who has no clue who celebrities are. I know that. You can walk around Disney and I, my wife will be like, oh, that's that. That's that. I will have no clue. Have you ever seen Mickey Mouse? You know who my favorite, though, was? And I, I will say, um, I've never seen Mickey Mouse. He, he is a celebrity. Hey, Greg, what you doing, buddy? Hot dog. Uh, yeah, of course I've seen Mickey Mouse. Um, Halle Bailey. I did get to run into Halle Bailey. Uh, I will go into stories about her much later, but I got to meet her at the Magic Kingdom uh, over at the hub, and it was fantastic. What an amazing young woman. Yeah. Uh, what an amazing career. I she, uh, Part of, what is it, Chloe, Hallie and Chloe? Chloe and Hallie? Mm-hmm. Uh, some music yep. duo, which, uh, sisters, apparently. But I ran into one half of them, who ended up becoming Ariel from the new Little Mermaid. Mermaid. So, but you know what I do want to talk about real quick, though? What's that? Coasting for kids. Coasting for kids. Coasting for kids, And that friend. wasn't at Disney. That was not at Disney. You know, you and I can talk more about Disney uh, than almost anybody else, and it works really well. Right. But we uh, can talk about other stuff besides Disney. Now, it does not mean that we're trashing Disney in any way, shape, or form. We live here. We love it. We we cover it uh, between uh, you guys doing the House of Mouse Expo. Obviously, we love Disney, but we can have a life outside of Disney, my friend. (gasps) I know it's astonishing, but we can. So, coasting for kids this weekend, we had an amazing time. All money and all proceeds raised uh, was through the home team, and I will yes. explain that in a second. Sure. But all money went to Give Kids the World directly exactly. to raise funds for Give Kids the World. Right. And I um, believe they said we raised enough for just over two families to be brought in. Great point. And I would love to explain. And for people out there who do not know what Give Kids the World is, they are obviously an organization that uh, families can come into who have kids that uh, may be uh, sick in any way, shape, or form. A lot of wish kids get to stay there. Uh, It costs about $7,000 for a family to stay there for a week. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not just the kids that get a vacation, but it's also the parents that get to have a break from life. It's a way of escaping reality and to get away from all uh, all the bad that they have in their life. And they get such an amazing life. uh, And they come down here and they get to go to Universal. They get to go to Disney, SeaWorld, whatever. Whatever they wanted. Whatever that child wants to do for that week. Yeah. They arrange it and they come out if they have siblings, if they, I know some people have even brought cousins or whatever with them. So the Give Kids World Village is fantastic that they are willing to take these families, give them one week where they don't have to stress about all the everyday things they deal with at home. 
have a break, have a magical trip, get to do a lot of fun things, and it's cost-free for them. They don't pay one dime. So we went over there. We raised funds. I think it was like $100 per person. Something like that. Uh, and then we went over there and got to ride all the roller coasters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They gave us a nice breakfast. Yes. Uh, but as friends, a whole group of us got together to have some fun. Which was really cool. Which was amazing. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you will learn that I have no shame in my game. No. Uh, I think we've, we've learned this, Scott. Um, I have no off, nothing is off limits to me. Nope. Um, I'm looking Scott dead in the eye while I, while I say this because he has no clue where I'm going with this. Not at all. But um, I want to talk about for a second um, the carousel. <laughs> what an amazing carousel they have. The one from Se- in Sesame Street area. Yes, uh, which uh, is a bunch of, uh, is that horses? I would assume they're like puppet horses that you would have seen on Sesame Street. Yes. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to SeaWorld and you look up the carousel, you will see how some horses are, they're very smiley. Yes. I did not know horses had such amazing teeth, Um, but we rode it as a group. We did. uh, And had uh, had a great time. Um, uh, I I want to say that, um, Scott, I may have overcommitted to a bit that day. You did, and I think actually they kept this going around a little bit longer because the ca- the employee of SeaWorld who was running the carousel was having a fun time listening to your bit. Yeah, <laughs> so you, ladies and gentlemen, you'll learn there's bits out there and there's bits, and uh, I couldn't just let this one go. So um, I will explain that you get we. I, I was very I I personally I'm a I'm a man of a certain age who should not be so excited about getting on a carousel. You were more excited about the carousel, I think, than any other ride in the park that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget all the road coasters. I'm on a carousel with horses that look like they're judging you. Um, and we couldn't get the seatbelts on because we were too big. <laughs> I was too fat to get the seatbelt on. <laughs> and I almost fell off once or twice. But uh, uh, we almost made poor uh, a friend of ours almost fall off. Mm-hmm. But um, I, if anybody remembers Adventure Time... Uh, which showed on Cartoon Network. They just came out with a new show here on Max. Uh, You'll remember there's a horse named James Baxter. And James Baxter brings love and joy wherever he goes. But James Baxter, all he does is he rolls on a beach ball. Mind you, a horse. A horse on on a a beach beach ball. ball. First off, visually, very impressive. Really strong beach ball. And then he just sits around and just goes, James Baxter. (laughs) And you did something very similar to that every time the noise was made going yeah. around the carousel. Every horse that walked around, I just made sure to go. <laughs> and um, over, over and over. And there was one other family on the carousel with us at the time. And the mother of the family just kept looking at Greg like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, yes, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is what you're going to get out of this podcast. But before we keep going on, I am going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear about House of Mouse Expo, and then we're going to bring in our Disney expert to talk a little bit of Disney news. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. 
It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Here we have with us a, a legend among <laughs> media here at Disney World. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Atwood. Hi, Greg. You're too kind. I wouldn't say legend, but thank you. Uh, you I, I would put you as a big dog in this community. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you you know, are welcome. I, I'll say I might have earned that. So thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So let's get right into this because I want to get you in and out of here before we get you in trouble because who knows where Scott and I are going to go with this podcast. I'm a little scared, so it's probably the best idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's get into this. Uh on our first segment, ladies and gentlemen, we are always going to talk about Disney news first, and we are lucky enough to be joined by Michelle Atwood. I mean, your accolades are through the roof. I mean, Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, 13 years. What is it? Uh, one major book published and then two children's books? Right. I had uh, my story actually moving to Main Street, USA. Somebody had uh, asked me to write my story about how we started in Michigan as a hobby and turned into what the Main Street Mouse is today. And the other two uh, books are countdown books for little ones, to like how many sleep till Disney. So what a great idea. So um, let's talk Disney news. Okay. What's new this week? Not a ton. But <laughs> and that's Michelle, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. <laughs> okay, so um, it's kind of a slow news, slow news week, but let's just, just wing it like I do everything else. Let's just go. Okay, so, um, well, it's only, what, beginning of October, and Disney made, a, you know, a strong choice to put out holiday stuff already, which usually does not happen until after Halloween is over, but they put out a ton of Christmas merchandise. Right. Isn't it normally November 1st? November 1st. Is we get everything. Disney Springs will be redone. World of Disney will be redone. We'll start getting uh, Main Street USA over at Magic Kingdom decorated. Mm -hmm. um, Epcot is a few weeks behind that. But mm -hmm. then we start seeing the major collections. Right, right, right. It's very early this year for some reason. Yeah. Not only that, but um, didn't they release another collection also? Yes, yes, they did. Yes, Greg, the hundred they an, did. The hundred year anniversary stuff is like, that what we're yes. getting at? Yes, they I just, did. I'm, I'm blown away that Disney would drop two major collections in one day. You know, it was a whole lot for one day. It was kind of stressing me out a little bit because usually, you know, they drop a collection and you can, you know, write up this or put out that, and then you usually have a break mm -hmm. in between. It was like a huge dumping of merchandise all at once. So, any favorites from it? Um. Well, I love Christmas. So yeah. I like one of the spirit jerseys. Um, I'm not really a Crocs person, Someone, but they do have new Crocs. That's yeah. not my thing. Yeah. No. I, I, I abhor, abhor <laughs> Crocs. They just disgust me. Even and the ones then the with people, fur? Oh, 
Oh, even the ones with the <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the new Chewbacca ones? No. Oh, they are wonderful. They're just so good. Thank you, Crocs. Not an endorsement. Not an endorsement. <laughs> not sponsored by Crocs. No, you can probably use those as slippers maybe around the house, but not wear them in public. Maybe. I, you know, can, can I go off script for a second? Oh, sure. You know what really grinds my gears? What's that? Is people who ride Soren who leave their Crocs on the ground. So when by the time <laughs> you go up, all you do is see their toes dangling. <laughs> Am I the only person that may gross out just a little bit? Like, leave on your Crocs. It's not that hard. It will. You chose to leave the house with Crocs. This is your decision. But if you put the little, uh, the little lever or whatever it is on the back over your heel, then you won't lose your shoes, right? I'm with you. Anything else going on over at the parks? Um, not so much at the parks per se, unless you got something you want to throw at me. No. No? I mean, other than Galactic Star Cruiser. Closing. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. The Star Cruiser. Yeah. And you know what really surprised me about that is it, yeah. they, I don't feel they gave it a very long chance to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only been a year and a half and they're already put the kibosh on it. Um, I think they could have made changes before yeah. closing it, maybe lower the prices. I think that was their biggest mistake was how expensive it is. And people just can't afford that these days. I can't afford that. And then uh, the replayability. Mm -hmm. Replayability killed that a little bit also. Now, I am a huge defender. Like, you will not find another human being who will defend the Galactic Star Cruiser more than I. But I absolutely agree with you. Like, mm -hmm. it, just, it, it just went nowhere. Once you do it one time, mm -hmm. why would I spend another $5,600 wow. to go back for a family of four? Yeah, it's a one and done, really. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see what they do, if anything, back there. Um, but it's, it's just, I remember all the anticipation, like at the D23 Expo and all these things that they were so excited about this new immersive experience. And for it to be like in a blink of an eye, pretty much done. It just, it just surprised me. That's all. Uh, all right. Well, that's the Disney parks. Anything else going on in Disney World? The, the Disney World. And by that, I mean Walt Disney Company. Okay, well, I don't know if this would apply, but we're going to talk about it since you say anything goes on said podcast. Anything goes. All right. So I'm a little irritated. You want to know why? Oh, is this a, <laughs> is this a what the bleep Disney? Maybe, but maybe not to that. I mean, we could probably go more into that. But, yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you, I'm sure you've heard, and a lot of people heard that Disney was having this tiff with Spectrum Cable for the longest time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, what the deuce is. No, because that's both of them. That's, right. So but it was, go ahead. yeah, yeah, go ahead. it was kind of Disney that was the holdout with Spectrum and kind of playing hardball with them. So they finally came to an agreement, but there was like, I don't remember, it was like an obscene amount of people that actually lost some of their Disney access and were in the spectrum, um, you know, as far as like cable and such. Right. We lost Freeform, which <gasps> completely bums me out because October, the whole month, we just let it play all day, watching Freeform, Hocus Pocus, all that stuff. And then we do the same thing at Christmas time. So it's, it was really, really disappointing. And I know they have Hulu and other things, but sometimes you just want to put on a TV channel, let it play in the background and just... Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. That is one of I love streaming. I love that I can pick out anything I want. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about what I'm going to watch. Sometimes no. I just like, I want to clean my house and just have Hocus Pocus playing. Yes. Yeah. And we look forward to that. Like the 31 nights of Halloween and then they do the Christmas. And I just wish they could have worked something better out. Maybe did, Disney didn't push so hard to be like that, so to speak. Um, but a lot of people lost free form and I think it really stinks. 
I agree with you. Um, what was it? Is that the 31 Nights? Is that on Hulu or is that Freeform? 31 Nights That's of Halloween. That's Freeform. So you're losing out on, and it's just Charter Spectrum. Mm-hmm. And it's across the country. So it's not mm-hmm. just Florida lost that. Uh, Charter Spectrum and Disney had a bad deal. And then, uh, yeah. So um, anything else going on in this Disney world of ours? Um, well, the new uh, hotel out at Disneyland open. We could talk about that. Even though I know that a lot of uh, Walt Disney World people aren't super keen on talking Disneyland. But <laughs> this open. isn't just for Disney World people. This is going worldwide. We are not just doing local. Who cares about, I mean, we do care about, oh, I don't want to get you in trouble of all people. But uh, yeah, Disney Villas open up. And it's honestly, it's a really just a small percentage of people because it's DC, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So like there's still a lot of just what, quote unquote, like regular rooms out there. But, you know, because they're adding to uh, the Polynesian out here as well, like the new tower for DVC. And a lot of people were upset about that because they feel it doesn't go with the vibe of the Polynesian Resort. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess DVC is something that Disney is looking to invest into. I mean, I personally don't care because I can't afford DVC. I live here. I, I don't care. <laughs> I was about to ask you. I was like, are you also a DVC holder? Oh, God, no. That's a lot of money. And I just I, I just I don't care. Have not. I, like, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to sponsor this show as a DVC holder <laughs> and send us out to do an advertisement for you, please send us a message at I don't even know where yet. Well, you know, you wanted to be very honest on this podcast. No, I, no, no, no. I know? prefer that because, and look, I can't afford it either. Like, uh, and we live here. Right. Like, that's the big thing. You're, I think we're both about the same amount of, I'm like 6.8 miles from Animal Kingdom. Right, really close. If I really wanted a room, I could wait for a good deal to come mm-hmm. for annual pass holders or Florida residents or something like that. Right, so. and those, dis, those, you know, since we're being honest, those deals are few and far between these days. The uh, room rates are very, very expensive. So I know for our family, we just go and come home at night because it, it's expensive to go. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, Michelle, thank you so much for your guidance and your <laughs> input and your behind the scenes look. You are amazing, but I'm going to get you out of here before hey. we get you in trouble. I appreciate that. So Scott and I can get back <laughs> to our thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Atwood. <laughs> thank you so much. Have fun, you guys. <laughs> are back ladies and gentlemen mr scott atwood has joined us your wife is amazing she is she is right. truly top notch and knows more about disney than she ever lets on than i will ever know she's very humble about it all too. she she really is and she's so sweet about it so um ladies and gentlemen make sure you go to the mainstreetmouse.com yep. uh you can also find on instagram instagram facebook uh, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah. She has all those going. Facebook is her biggest platform. Instagram is where she does a lot of posting. On and I want to say it's all organic. All organic. Like yep. it's not, there's no, and I, I, I'm not trying to throw anybody else under the bus, but uh, Michelle made sure that she built a community. Exactly. Uh, and it's not just Michelle. It is you also. Thank you. So uh, you guys have built, can we call it an empire yet? How much money do you have to make to call it an empire? You, you have to have an emperor and then you have to have a Sith Lord that runs it to be called the empire. Uh, I mean, there's that. So uh, let's get into other stuff, my friend. And uh, 
let's you know what uh, you know we're just winging it here so uh we're gonna start off with news of the bazaar it's time for news of the bazaar with scott and greg brought to you today by astrology because cancer beat pisces like my dad beat me that's just wrong scott what is going on in this show what did you record i don't have any clue what that was about but uh neither do i and i'm on here with you so let's talk about some bizarre news and both uh michelle has it on the mainstream now i have i reported on this because i saw it on her site and then i saw the actual legal documents but this is not only is it a bizarre story but it also is Painful. Uh, painful and uh there's some legalities behind this but uh a woman uh, was going down a, a water slide here at Typhoon Lagoon. Correct. And uh, she was going down Humunga Calabunga. Oh. Yes, I think that's how it's said. 200 foot water slide. It's straight down. Straight down. Straight down. You, you, you see what you're going down first. Yep. And I'm, I'm trying to set up the picture for everybody because I don't want to throw this lady under the bus because this, she sustained some serious injuries she on did. this. She did. But um, she, um, Apparently, when uh, she hit the bottom, her legs uh, splayed apart <laughs> from the force from the force of the water. Yes. And um, how do we politely say this? The water injected itself that's into way to say parts it. unknown. Yes, that's probably the best way to say it. As graphic as it really is to think about, that's mm. probably the best way to say it. Yeah, and then uh, unfortunately, uh, she ended up with uh, internal injuries mm-hmm. and um, a, a prob- something protruding from her stomach, probably a hernia. I would guess. That which would. you have dealt with in the past. I have. Only the male version of hernia. I don't know. Is there a difference? I, did, I didn't get it off of a water slide. No, it was from carrying boxes. That were heavy. <laughs> Scott likes to go down water slides backwards. I do. It's fun. It's, it's, just like, it's a cleanse, people. I, <laughs> I, I needed to lose some weight. I had to fit uh, my suit. Yeah, that's it. Look, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, the woman is suing Disney uh, not only for damages of over fifty thousand dollars which we don't know what the actual number is because right. it could be a whole lot more. It could be millions. It could be. But the minimum is $50,000 for injury sustained. But she also wants Disney to change its warnings. Yeah, that's what I heard. And how long have these water parks been around? And this is the first issue like this that's ever come about. Now, I know over time, accidents happen. They do give you the warning to cross your arms, cross your legs, to prevent these things from happening. Yeah. Don't know if she did that or not. I mean, they don't force you to do that, but they recommend to avoid injury. I'm, I'm trying not to say that she's wrong in any way because obviously the court of law is going to decide where she, this stands. If it even gets that far. That's no <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, she, she wants them to say, hey, you should cross your legs and have more warnings. And as a female... Water can be injected into certain orbices. <laughs> so, uh, and that was just one of those weird stories I wanted to talk about today because uh, it was just strange on there. Uh, and I'm going through our list here to find out what else. So, uh, Scott, what else you want to talk about? As far as weird ones, actually, if we can just one more second on this one too, they have the same similar ride at Blizzard Beach when it reopens. 
was Summit Plummet. And that's always been known as the wedgie coaster. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to be polite about this too. But, but it's um, true. Uh, yeah, it's, and, and not only that, but she, look, it's right at your own risk. It is. You, you have seen what other people have done. You knew what the ride was. This is just a normal water slide. This isn't like anything crazy. We have seen these across the country. I, it, it, I don't understand. Like, yes, if you sustained injuries because it's a fault of Disney, right. I can understand. But you knew going into this what you were doing. Right, exactly. And how many thousands of people have gone down that slide and nobody's, a, nobody's had an injury? Like, yes, I get it. Injuries do happen on the rare occasion at everything. Every park has the, that happen. Um, every roller coaster has an injury here or there. Um, but she had to be standing up there watching people go down. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? And if you stand at the end of the ride, because I've done it at Summit Plummet, you stand there and you watch everybody get up <laughs> and everybody realize they are now kicking out a part of their body to get their suit. I, I, I've seen a lot of teenage boys at yes. the bottom of that slide waiting for um, uh, ladies to come down. I've seen that also. Uh, so, um, Look, Tip, if you are a young child exploring this world, um, Disney World apparently will teach you more than you need to know. Okay, next topic. Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I just weirded out Scott. Um, No, I'm not weird. I'm fine. No, 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 no. So, um, you know, I I wanted to talk about a little bit of uh, geek news real quick. Okay. over in, and I don't exactly know where this is. Let me see if I can bring this up. But uh, Pokemon is, did a crossover with Van Gogh. Yes. Uh, and they launched uh, a whole bunch of products and different things for the people to do, do just toys, cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently on opening day, uh, let me, so there is a share of dedicated resellers, but the Pokemon franchise has been inundated with them in the past few years. Trading card drops, people go nuts for, uh, people are looking for the newest Charizard. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the crazy things that happened is they all went to this Van Gogh exhibit and basically mm-hmm. raided the place. So <sighs> every piece, everything that went for sale went to resellers. <sighs> So frustrating. It's it's frustrating. Like I wanted to get a, a, a little Van Gogh. My wife um, is a big Van Gogh fan. From I don't know. Do you watch Doctor Who? I have not. I uh, honestly. So thank you, fandom from Doctor Who, for listening. We will see you in some other episode. I could watch it. I might pick it up one day. Everybody's told me I should watch it to see what it's. About. I am not uh, the biggest fan of, uh, but that's me. I I don't want to. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Everybody's not saying their fandom. Ho- Holly is one of the biggest fan of uh, Doctor Who out there. So it was for her. It was like her kids love Pokemon. Okay. She loves Doctor Who. And because of that, a huge Van Gogh artist fan. Um, and it was like, oh, I'm going to go order uh, a piece for her. Right. And it was gone. Just resellers bought the whole thing out. You and I deal with resellers all Every the time yep. down here at Disney. And that, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, my older son loves Pokemon. He has since he was little and couldn't even afford to buy his own packs. Now he has his own job, his own money. He can buy stuff. But he actually stopped getting into Pokemon because every time he went to go buy cards, they were gone. Because the resellers go in there, they wipe out the shelves. 
and there's nothing left for the just the, the regular fan. That's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, Rory, she she's a huge fan of it, and uh, I I just I, I'm not paying reseller prices. Like no. that's just not not something I'm going to do. And sadly, you're starting to see that with Lorcana. Oh, this card game from Disney and Ravensburger. Look, I'm not going to say I haven't made money from Lurkana or anything, <laughs> but I didn't reach. Like I, but you didn't buy it. I didn't, it I didn't go off there and steal from people. I right. didn't like. I made sure to do it properly. Like, and and it was just uh, silly how much the Lurkana stuff is going for. I watched a guy at Disney Springs pull out probably thirty packs um, and look for every uh, Rapunzel piece that he could find because the artist who drew Rapunzel Mm -hmm. was at Disney Springs signing. So the guy kept buying more and more and more and nobody else could buy him. And then you see him online for 200 bucks to pop. Now the artist is just like, Oh my God, somebody loves my art. Right. And they don't realize that it's a whole bunch of resellers Mm -hmm. who are just like, yeah, I want your autograph. I'm going to put it up on eBay. It's so frustrating. I mean, it's taking it to new extremes. So when we were younger, you might remember the, Cabbage Patch Kid craze at Christmas the one year, or the Tickle Me Elmo when they did that, and everybody had to have it because their kids wanted it. Did they, you it say wasn't Tickle Me Elmo though. Tickle Me Elmo. T- tickle? Like tickle. with? Oh, I thought you said you Pickle Me Elmo. <laughs> what's, what's Pickle You're pickling me elbow. your Elmo. I don't want anything to know about that. <laughs> hey yo! Oh, where's the dumb one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah it's, a, <laughs> it's a similar thing, but at that time there was no way to actually resell things like that. Now with the invention of the internet and eBay and places like that people are buying all this they can to resell it to make a profit and it's it takes it out for the casual collector it absolutely does so uh yeah that was our geek news for the day uh scott you know what uh sometimes in this world uh just just bad things happen to people and it's sad and uh in this uh in this segment we are going to call it welcome foolish mortals it's the news of the dead Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, in the news of the dead this week, um, one of the greats unfortunately passed away, uh, took Come over on. for Dumbledore, um, or sorry, yeah, took over for um, the original actor. The original actor, um, he took over and he was in six of the eight movies, I believe is what it was. was it six? I believe wow. so. I believe it was, it was uh, the six. So Michael, is it Gannon? So Gambone? Michael Gannon? Gambone. Gambone. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm sorry. I said it wrong. That's my fault. Right. I was looking. No, at, Michael Gambone. I, I mean, he's he he basically was the the Dumbledore for the rest of the generation. Like the first two or three movies were were fabulous. Uh, unfortunately, he was uh, 82 years old. Man, that's it's it's sad because you think 82 is a long life, but it seems like a lot of this fame from Harry Potter and everything has happened in the this later half of his life. Yeah. And, uh, Sir Michael uh, took on the role of Dumbledore, headmaster of wizarding school Hogwarts in the hit Harry Potter series based on J.K. Rowling's. After the death of Richard Harris in 2003, uh, so Fiona Shaw, who played Petunia Dursley in the films, told BBC Radio 4, the world at one, he said, she said, uh, he varied his career remarkably and never judged what he was doing. He just played. She said he would, she would always think of him as a trickster, just a brilliant, magnificent trickster uh, with text. There was nothing like him. He could do, uh, he could do anything. And he really did. I'm uh, like, 
there were so many other movies that he was in and just, uh, oh, yeah. he will be, uh, sadly. Sadly, but I think what's great about him is a lot of children, because usually as a child, you don't see these older actors and you don't embrace their characters and what they do. So a lot of kids who read the Harry Potter books got to then watch the movies and see that character brought to life by such a great actor. Yeah. Um, which I think is fascinating that you get to see that. And, and not to take away from Richard Harris, Richard Harris played the role fabulous amazingly yeah. and they were two different Dumbledores they really were I mean to me it seemed like the one was more laid back and more calm and the other one was a little bit hyper yes I'm Dumbledore the first I shall be better than the second one who's going to take over for me I don't know why I all of a sudden uh, doing, I, don't, I don't know that voice it sounds like something else I was going to do uh, Sean Connery I was going to say you sound like Sean is Connery is the worst Sean Connery ever James Bond. I'm Bond, James. James Bond. I am Harry Potter. <laughs> and sadly, he wasn't in Harry Potter or Avatar. <laughs> Where's Sean Connery when you need him? Anyway, yeah, I know we just went all on the tangent went, there. But sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. Michael, Michael Gambon was, is a fabulous actor. He and, was. Uh, it is sad to see him go. Um, but... I, his movies live on as always. Always, and that character. Uh, anybody reading a book, they're gonna think of him playing that character in that in that story. So I don't know. Did you read the Harry Potter books, or did you? Just- uh, I read the books back in. So I picked it up on. And I, I want to make sure I get this right. Um, Goblet of Fire. So I went to see the movie, uh, the first movie, the night it came out at midnight with a few oh, wow. friends. Okay. Had no clue what the movie was about. None. Okay. I came home the next day and had to go find the first books. Right. Um, lucky there was a yard sale like on my neighbors and they had the first uh, three books oh my for gosh. 25 cents. Wow. And then of course, um, Goblet of Fire came out and I was like, I have to, and I couldn't read Goblet of Fire even though I bought it. Mm-hmm. I had to go back to the first one. So I right. read them through. Um, is it Order the, yeah, I think it's Order the Phoenix. I was on the road uh, touring with the band I was working for. Okay. Uh, we were in an airport when the book was released. Oh, wow. By 6 a.m. the next morning, I had to finish. Wow. Like, okay. I destroyed those books. They were, they were really now. good. Like, that, uh, what was that? Like, the, what they quote, quote unquote young authors books yes. were, like, um, Hunger Games mm-hmm. uh, was fabulous. Like, there was a whole time period where we had a lot of those. Charlie Bones. Um, I don't know what your kids read, but Harry Potter was in that series. So um, Michelle's mother actually was a teacher and she used to read the Harry Potter books to her class. Um, So the boys would overhear things like that from her, but I don't think they've ever actually sat down and read the books Um, or to be honest, they never really even watched the movies. And we live right next to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Which they love. (laughs) They love going, but, and I've tried to tell them because the first time we walked in there, and you just see it and you're like, oh my gosh, I just stepped into the film. I am in the movie. It oh, looks exactly like it does in perfectly. the film. Yeah. And I told them, I'm like, you guys have to go home and watch it now just to see, just to reference how amazing they did with building the lands at Universal. Uh, I want to move on because we don't have a million hours to talk about just Michael Gambon and Harry Potter. But uh, let's get into other pop culture stuff. Okay. Um, and this is, this is where Scott is going to shine because ladies and gentlemen, I have no clue. Um, not that I don't watch things like, um, but Loki season two starts Thursday, Thursday. So funny. They timed that just as Ahsoka was ending for Disney plus. Now they have another series that's going to get all the viewers to tune in 
each week. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Um, so as many of you know, we had Loki season one. Um, oh gosh, when was it? Two years ago now? Year and a half ago? Yeah, it's been a, it's it's been been a while. It's been two years. Yeah. My wife, Michelle, is a huge Loki fan and not based on the show, based on Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Is it Hiddleston or Huddleston? Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Okay. Hiddleston. He's a trickster. Yeah. He is. I got to um, tell you, I wrote an article today and uh, did you? it was, uh, yeah, I mean, the tie-ins around Loki season two. There's like so- there's a Citizen Watch tie-in, the McDonald's Loki sauce. I'm sorry. I'm not eating Loki sauce. Yeah, it's kind of nasty. It just seems wrong. Yeah, it does. Um. I, I, but I know a lot of women who were like, yes, please. Yes. And there's a lot of nuggets that were sold. There was. And which, um, w- which means that advertising campaign worked. <laughs> yeah, right. And then today, uh, while I was uh, watching uh, Instagram, okay. Tom Hiddleston as, a lucky, as the Lucky Charms character. I did not see that. Oh, yeah. The tie-in between Lucky Charms and Loki season two. I was like, so I put in here, I was like, oh, he's magically delicious. <laughs> And I was like, y'all can take that however you want. However you want to interpret. I know a lot of women find him very appealing. Yes. Uh, and Ben Vereen's in it. Not Ben Vereen. What's his name? Who's ben Vereen. Yeah. Who's, the, who's his cohort? Ben Vereen. <laughs> so are you talking about Jonathan? Who? No, Owen. Uh, Owen's. Um, oh, oh uh, Owen. Uh, Gary uh, Owen Owens. Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. <laughs> who you might know is Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Apparently, Scott, I wouldn't know him from anything. Ben Vereen is going to come in there and dance for everybody. Ben Vereen was in Cars? Yes. He was Lightning McQueen. And I believe he was in Webster. A shout out back to the Wow, that's a good... Thanks, Mr. Belvedere. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so Loki's coming up now. A lot of people... So Loki came out, and then a lot of the events after Loki happened in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Right. That's when... Kang the Conqueror, who was the main uh, villain, I guess you could say, in the Loki series. Um, so a lot of characters. So he's going to actually, and, and not to interrupt you, because yeah, I'm, you're going to educate me this on this over the next I'll try weeks. to. We are going to have a Loki discussion like every week until okay. the show's over. Um, Kang is the bad guy, apparently, in all of phase five, correct? Yes, he's kind of taken over for Thanos. So he's going to be the big baddie that they, they've actually already named the Avenger movies, the, the uh, Kang Dynasty. Ah. So it's going to be coming at him to uh, fight. But the actor had some issues, so we don't know if it's going to be... He did have same. some issues. He did have some issues. So we, we don't know if it's going to be... I think he played the character fantastic. Um, I was very pleased with the casting. Um, I just hate it when an actor does something. Or if he didn't do it, we don't know. We, look, <laughs> I, I don't want to judge. I, I want that in the court of cup public opinion, he's already guilty. Usually the way it goes. Uh, and it's uh, unfortunate it, what the charges are pretty yes. serious. And I don't want to get into that because this is supposed to be fun. Right. And Marvel hasn't said yes. what they're going to do. Don't talk about things you don't know. Thanks, Bane. Uh, it's a big word, Bane, to you. Why are you talking to yourself? And why, I do not know. And why did Batman? Bane... From, see, Bane just wants us to stop the Marvel talk because he's hoping DC can I get better. I want more DC. I will break your spirit and your bones. <laughs> There's celebrities everywhere in the show. They just show up, man. It's absolutely... Sean Connery, Bane. Hey. Hey, guys. It's me, the bear from Magic Kingdom. Bet you didn't think you'd see me. 
The bear came in too? I, we're just being surrounded. It's our first episode. People are stopping by just to say hello. This room's getting very warm with all these people. It here. is getting very warm. I'm sweating in here already, which mm-hmm. means we must be doing a good job. Uh, anything else in pop culture news? Uh, really? Uh, oh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. The final episode oh, is tonight. Ahsoka. So I know it's, uh, I actually did already come out. It's 6.50, so it's already been out. No, 9 p.m. I thought you said six. No, I said I said six. Maybe and I was like, oh, no, 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 coast. wait, nine. The West Coast. No, it's nine. Six. East. Oh. East Coast. I know, but it's six o'clock. I know. Okay, I messed well, up. Well. Shoot me. Vane will come back. Stop it, Vane. <laughs> Go away. Scott has no clue. I'm just going to be like this every week. He's just like, oh, my God, why did I want to talk to him? I promise to be ready more as yeah. we move forward. We yeah. didn't even try a run through. We just kind of we just went, we man. Go. This is the pilot episode. It is the pilot. So episode. whatever happens, we're going to adapt and uh, probably put our news in the better proper order. And like most pilot episodes, one of us or both of us might be replaced for the full show. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle and Holly Michelle. will be here next yeah. week. <laughs> this is going to be perfect. Um, Ahsoka, yeah. So that's wrapping up uh, this week. The um the finale is tonight. That show. Have you watched any of the show? I honestly haven't because I and I know you've told me since I don't have to, but I'm not I'm not a Clone Wars Rebels person. I didn't watch them. I've started to watch them yeah. and try to catch up, but I didn't know if it was okay to watch Ahsoka without having seen those. Now you've told me I could definitely watch You it could, but does it help? Oh, it absolutely helps. Now you guys will learn out there that Scott probably could tell you talk to you for hours just about Marvel. Um, I am more of a Star Wars person. It's, and it's not that I don't know about Marvel. It's just uh, Star Wars has always been my thing. And Marvel is fabulous. We live in a great time right now. We do. With what Disney Plus is putting out, the shows that are constantly coming out between Marvel and Star Wars. Like to go back to back from Ahsoka yeah. to Loki season two, like, mm-hmm. come on, good job, Disney Plus. And they have, they've been doing really good. And that, the cross there that they're saying, okay, we got this from Lucasfilms. Now we got this from Marvel Studios. And it's, it's such a smart marketing campaign for Disney Plus to keep it rolling. And I've been very happy with the Marvel shows so far on Disney Plus. Um, this, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi was probably one of my favorite series I've ever watched. Did you just say Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan. Not that. Not Wan as in... J-U-A-N. Yeah, I meant Wan as W-A-N. One. One. Yeah. Obi-Wan. All right. However you want to say it. Kenobi. We'll just say Kenobi. Kenobi. It was Kenobi. Kenobi. It was a great series. I love Mandalorian. Good. I loved Book of Boba. Um, I, again, and you can agree with this, is you and I grew up in a time where we got to see the first three movies and we got to see like the part two and three, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of Jedi, yes. probably in theaters. Yep. And then we had dryness. But it was over. I mean, we had what? Ewoks on TV. Yeah, but it wasn't the I mean, Star it was okay. Wars Christmas special. But that's a great episode. It <laughs> is fantastic television right there. This that, the that George best. Lucas has banned from being shown anywhere because he had no part in it. Yeah. So uh, and so we had dry times. We had, exactly. what is it, like 16 years of no yeah. new Star Wars. It was Wars. a really long, it was what, 83 to 99. Yeah. And so to me, having any Star Wars. And it's like Marvel, like it, it, they did so good on that build up to the Avengers and those final two movies. Right. So yeah, bring me more, man. I, you, I want more. Um, do you know what the first Marvel film was? Howard the, Major, the Duck. Howard the Duck, which was done by Lucas Films and George Lucas. Do you know Howard the Duck is actually my favorite character? One of my is favorite really? characters. Oh, the, in the comic book? Yeah. That dirty old duck. 
he is just a disgusting, vile. He's not the nicest duck in the world. No, he's not. And I saw Leah Tom. I was at a show in Huntsville, and Leah Thompson was there, and she was there for Back to the Future, of course. But I mentioned to her, I go, "What was it like on Howard the Duck?" She goes, "Nobody ever asked me about Howard the Duck." Oh my god! And so we just kind of talked a little bit about it. But she's got her place in the Marvel history being a part of that film yeah that was number one i've always said that howard the duck was number one mm-hmm. and uh i i stick with that because i love howard the duck i love howard the duck and you know what really bothered me as a child what's that and it still bothers me at, not as a child he was reading play duck <laughs> he was he was he was he straight up was like i'm gonna duck myself he was not <laughs> he, he <laughs> he definitely was not politically correct. No, 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 no. But at definitely that time, not. you didn't have to. Yeah, and it was at 86? 85, 86, something in that, in, in mid-80s yeah. there. We, ladies and gentlemen, we have just dated ourselves. We have. So, uh, moving on, my friend, uh, we are, thank God Michelle is not here because you and I are going to do a oh, segment called yeah. What the fuck, Disney? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for What the Deuce, Disney. And uh, who else would do this? Uh, no one, because most other people are scared they are. to say anything ab- against the man. And we're not... We're not saying anything. And me and Greg, I just want to preempt yeah, this. Go ahead. We love Disney. We love really it. do. Does that mean we love every decision the Disney company makes? No, no. Because there are things that, as consumers, mm-hmm. a lot of us question. Right. Uh, Disney does a lot of fabulous things. We support them on a lot of stuff. We, we repost their stuff. We write about them. We yep. live here. So, obviously, they do a lot of good things. And we send a lot of money to that company a with lot. our, even our annual passes, our shopping, our eating, when we're on property. Like you and Michelle talked about going to the hotels and things like that. Mm-hmm. We, we do all that. We do love the company. And there's no doubt about that. Just sometimes there's things they do and we sit there and go, why? And most of the time, even when I go, why? It's like, oh, okay, now it makes sense later. Like, let's take, for example, September 22nd, Disney ramped up the Disney 100 celebration here at Epcot. Mm -hmm. But seriously, WTF Disney, you had a whole year to put this together uh, you and you still didn't have everything ready. No, You're like you still have more Disney 100 celebration coming. Right, right. But the only reason you were like, "Oh my God, wait till the next thing," yeah, uh, is because you weren't ready. Right, exactly. That's exactly what it was. And and what the Deuce fans of Disney? Why did people go to the park and fill it up so much? That first day at Epcot, we were both there. You would have thought a brand new attraction opened. Like it looked, it looked busier that day than the day Guardians of the Galaxy opened. It was ridiculous. Uh, that was ridiculous. Um, the line for soaring over California, which they came back. By yes. the way, that was part of the ramp up. It was a nice thing to see. Also, it was a nostalgia of seeing the old version of it. it yeah, it was all, and it was all good. I'm not yeah. complaining about no. any of it. What I'm saying is, is why did you wait till September? And of all days, why September why 22nd? That meant nothing. If you waited till October 1st, we were like, oh, that's Epcot's anniversary. That would have made sense. Let's, uh, you're going to drop more on Epcot's anniversary mm-hmm. while you're celebrating Disney's anniversary. Right. It all makes sense. Yes. Not this one. And then we're going to get into the other one of what the deuce, Disney? 
you literally dropped two, two major collections. Yep. Across all property collections. It's not even like it's focused on one particular park or one particular attraction. Right, because the stuff was available online. Yeah. Uh, you could get it at Disney Springs, Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom. I'm sure it was available out in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But to drop the holiday collection, which, by the way, I love. It's great. It's a great collection. It is uh, great the sure. new Disney 100 finale celebrate, uh, was it Disney 100, the finale? Yes. Uh, which features the partner statue. Uh, fireworks. It's this beautiful black and purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out lounge fly bags, lounge fly oh, ears. Yeah. The new Starbucks tumbler was part of it. The the there was sweatpants. There was mm-hmm. shirts, jackets. If you could put Disney's in, and it was beautiful looking. It was. it was. But you want me to go and spend money on that? And and the Christmas and 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 Hanukkah celebration. And some people are such Disney fans, they will purchase both. They will go further in debt, which right now is pretty easy to do. They will go further in debt to have all that merchandise because they know it's going to sell out eventually. Speaking of that, I'm going to do an extra one of these. Okay. Your dreams what the fuck, Disney? I'm going to aim this at the resellers out there. Okay. Oh my God. I was there. Mm-hmm. At Disney Springs at World of Disney. Right. There was, and I'm not lying, 13 different people on the phone. And they were taking, they were live, mm-hmm. taking orders oh, yeah. from people online. And they were paying full price. Now, paying full price is legit. If you right. are a personal shopper, mm-hmm. that's a legit thing to do. Yep. You go to Disney, you offer a service, you buy the stuff, yep. but these people were then using their annual pass. Yep. So they were getting a huge discount. Oh yeah. And I was watching people walk out with like 10 spirit jerseys at a time and the Crocs were being sold. And then like some lady yelled at me and she was like, cause I was on the phone taking pictures and she's mm-hmm. like, are you a reseller? I was like, hell no. Right. I don't want me. I was like, I'm taking pictures to like to send out to people. Right. So people know, like, there's the difference. We, when we cover any of this stuff, right. we go out there and the merchandise is the main picture. Always. Uh, and you, Michelle has been wonderful. You guys have been amazing about it. Uh, but it's, it's the, the merchandise comes first. You t- send out the pictures, you put it on Instagram, you let people know, you let your audience know this yes. stuff's available. And then you step back. Yep. We're not taking orders. We're not trying to buy it up and sell it. I mean, we could, but we could all make a lot of money. We can make way. a lot of money. Cause we usually see this stuff before the general public does. And we're quick about it. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say what the deuce people like, it's okay to not become a reseller. It's okay to like one or two things fine, but you buy up the whole place. It is. And this, the upcharge is what they do for it. It's just, it's, it's that whole reselling thing. And I get it. There's a market for it. People want to buy it, but I have a problem when they're using their discount, reselling it for astronomical higher fee. And then I've seen people who are on the media list buying with their (laughs) discount to resell. Yeah. So anyway, that's our Disney's, that's our entertainment news, that's our show. But what I want to talk about now is sports. You and I are huge sports fans. You are from Detroit. Yes, I am. I'm from the D. <laughs> that's right, ladies anything. and gentlemen. He's Detroit. from the D. Which I am being, I, 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 I am, I'm a Philly boy, born and, born and raised. From the P. Uh, 
No, thank you. I don't ever want to hear that out of your mouth again. You know what's silly, Scott? Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out here. I forgot to bring in my drink in here. I'm literally like, nah, nah. your mouth's really dry. Yeah, my, but um, Good thing we're almost done. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk the big thing. Detroit Lions. Yes, this is this year as a lifelong Dis- Lions fan, have a tattoo on my ankle of the Lions and a D and the D on my wrist. <laughs> I am a huge <laughs> the the old English D from the Detroit Tigers. In case anybody thinks of something different. John Jolly Good. I don't know where I want to say. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Explain anyway, your Detroit thing. So as a lifelong Lions fan, we have been suffering for years. Our team always has hope. We always hear some good things and nothing. This year feels different. I'm not saying it means it's going to be different. I'm not saying anything's going to happen. But we're 3-1. and one. We beat the Kansas City Chiefs on opening game for the season at their home on opening night. We've won two since then. We lost to Seattle in overtime. They do look good. I I, I did watch the game. Um, I was a little upset at, uh, is it Gibbs? What's his mm, name? Our running back Gibbs, yep. Yeah, just not getting any 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 arts. Like, he's uh, and he's, and the reason I say that, he's on my fantasy team. Ah. And, he's, and he's killing me, man. He's killing me. Understandable. So Understandable. I'm like made three points off of him last week. See, I have St. Brown on my fantasy team. Oh. And he has just been, the guy is... Detroit has had its share of great players yeah. over the years. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, Becca Herman Moore. We've had some great, great players. But St. Brown, there's just something about this guy. He's not the biggest guy on the field, but he's just good. And so predictions, predictions I think for the year, for the year. I'm not, not saying Super Bowl. We're not talking not, playoffs. As I would love the Super Bowl. I think we will hit the playoffs. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 12 and 5. That's a good, that's that for Detroit. That's, that's awesome. amazing. Like that's that puts you back in the talks of being a like, and Detroit's franchise has been there right. forever. So it it's, has. it's we're one important. of the older team. We're the oldest team to never have been to the Super Bowl. Before the Super Bowl era, we won a lot of championships. Um, so I'm I'm happy to see my team finally starting to. It's a coaching. It's Dan Campbell. He was a player for the Lions at one point. Now to see him back in the coaching, I when they hired him as the coach, I wasn't happy because as a player, I wasn't a fan. Right. But I see the way he coaches. I see the players respect him. And that's all the difference. When your players respect you, you can win. And they're doing it. And there's no start. What there's do we, big who, names uh, who are the Lions playing this week? This week we have Carolina. Uh, in Carolina? I think, no, I think it's in no, Detroit. No, in Detroit. Because you guys, Detroit. the next week. Well, is in Tampa. And we'll yeah, you guys are coming down for Tampa, which they just moved the game to 435. They did move the game, which uh, means it's for uh, television views, I'm uh, guessing it is. So that's uh, pretty I'll exciting have to, that we'll be there. Uh, watch the game because I have no vested interest in football. Like I have a fantasy team. Right. I watch, I watch for the players. Now I don't watch a team right? because I could not hate the Eagles more. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that from my Philly. People. But he's a Miami fan. Yeah. But what I will tell you, I'm a fan of and starting tonight in about an hour, the Philadelphia Phillies have made the wild card best. They actually were third place in the NL. But okay. because they were in the same division as the Braves, and the Braves were the best team in baseball home this field year. Home field advantage throw? Uh, yeah. So we get to play home field advantage. We're in the wild card game, best of three, against the Miami Marlins. Okay. Uh, I have no fear of the Marlins. Okay. Um, Good to know. It was like last year. We should not have been in the playoffs. We sucked the first half of the year. And then out of nowhere, we skated by. Turned and then on. all of a sudden, like that team came together and made the World Series. 
That's good. Look, I, I was happy. There, there was no one upset. Like they lost. I was like, yeah, we got somewhere crap. we didn't anticipate. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't upset at all. But so tonight uh, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Phillies play against the Marlins. Game one of the um, best of three. Best of three wild card series to go into the division series. Okay. Uh, division series, though, we would go against the Braves, who won it all last year, and we beat them in the playoffs. Don't have too much fear, Bance the Braves. No, it's hard to have fear. And, and baseball is one of those games where it, it's it's your team is either on or off, but it really doesn't even matter. I mean, it, it's it's just you have to go out there. You have to play your best ball. You have enough guys on the p- field to make that happen. You just hope and pray. Oh, my God. You're you're, you're one of those guys. No, I'm not. I'm just yeah. trying to make you feel better. Nope. But speaking of not feeling better, uh, you can end this one with uh, talking about your hometown boy who happened to be one of the best baseball players, I'm going to say, of the past 50 years. I would have to put, he's he's definitely up there. One of the best first basemen, um, Miguel Cabrera, um, after a 20-year career, which is phenomenal to play 20 years in this league. And he played for two teams during the whole time, which nowadays with free agency, these players, as soon as there's more money, they're gone. Oh, They go to the next team. Um, But some of the things he did, 2003 World Series champion, uh, 12-time All-Star, two-time American League MVP, American League Triple Crown winner, four times batting champion, two times AL home run leader, RBI leader uh, two more times. I mean, the guy is just, his, his numbers, he's going to be a first-year inductee. There's no doubt about that when his time comes for the Hall of Fame. Um, Miguel Cabrera has Miggy. finally retired. And they put on the field, I don't know if you saw any pictures of Comerica Park from Detroit, but they actually yeah, yeah. cut the grass and put the number 24 in the outfield um, and thanked him. On the way they did it. So it was kind of cool. Every woman literally just turned off the radio. They're like, they oh did. my God. Ladies, uh, he, you're going to miss our Loki one talk. With the amazing rear end. There you go. <laughs> That's all I have from a girl. Did he go up there and shake his booty before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phillies never really played Detroit. Like, there was never, no. like, we have rivalries like Atlanta. Oh, oh yeah. I, I could, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go into this. So, Ours um, is Chicago. Always been the White Sox in Detroit. The Yankees, and I just never liked the Yankees. I can get all the hate I like about that, but not a New York fan. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, let's wrap things up on our first uh, inaugural pilot episode here. You did pretty good. Uh, I want to talk to you about a few things real quick. Let's do it. Um, we have uh, you guys, House of Mouse. I'm sorry, not House of Mouse. Lost Princess Apparel will be at Tampa Bay. Yes, we'll be at the Spookaholic um convention this weekend in Tampa Bay. It's at the Central Florida uh, State Fairgrounds in Tampa there. We will be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you're in the Tampa area, it is a horror convention. I had to make sure I said the word horror right because my co-host would have probably taken that and rode with it something else. Um, But if you're interested in that, if you like the movie Scream, they're going to have a lot of the cast from Scream there. If you're a wrestling fan, Kevin Nash, who is also from Michigan in my area, will be will be there this weekend. Yeah. Michael Myers, the original actor from that, as well as uh, Taylor Maine from the Rob Zombie movies of Halloween, will be there. Um, they just they have a really good guest list. Kevin Smith, the Kevin Smith, will be there. That's why I, I podcast I is because of Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is a great, great person. Yeah, I love that guy. Um, so if you're in the area, please come on out, find our booth, come say hello. We will be there with uh, Michelle's company, Lost Princess Apparel, with her clothing. Um, she has magically themed leggings, dresses, skirts, and things like that for women. So please come find us if you're out in the area. Uh, and men, not just for women. There's, 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 we do have a few things for men. We're yeah. going to expand that line to, to shirts and but jerseys. And I'm going to say those leggings are comfortable. You, men, I, I'm going to, one of these days, I'm just going to do an advertisement for you and be like, men, do you like smooth legs? Do you like to put on things that 
stick to your skin. Is that like your Bane, Sean? Or uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I don't that. know where you're going with that voice either. But it's- Oh, yes. I like to wear things against my thighs. <laughs> I like to feel stretchy material against my organic bones, Batman. <laughs> so Bane... Bane endorsing loves Lost Princess Lost apparel. Princess. I have to get a pair of Batman pair. When I'm going against Batman, I like to wear Lost Princess apparel. Thanks, Bane. Bane. I'll buy 20 pair right now. Just hearing that. See? Bane, Bane, <laughs> Bane knows how to sell. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the episode. You are going to hear yeah. about House of Mouse Expo on the way out. I have an amazing commercial for House of Mouse Expo. Oh, wonderful. But that's how we're going to end. Scott? Live podcast yeah. show. Episode awesome. one is episode in, one. Yeah. The dynasty starts today. It does. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week we will actually have a place for you to uh, tell everybody about where to listen to it. Definitely. Uh, this will drop on all socials and everything else. So ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you click like, subscribe. Uh, and if you would like to us to talk about anything that is bothering you or something that makes you happy mm-hmm. or some bit of news or you know what? You will just want to say hello to us. You can drop us a line um, at, uh, let's see, housemouseexpo.com. You can do it on there. You can uh, there's always ways to reach us. I think actually I did create emails for both of us. Oh. So, so there would be Scott at the live podcast show.com or Greg. Is at- there one for Bane to people to electronically mail me? We could do a Bane email address and that could be our viewer, <laughs> our listener email address. <laughs> Bane at the live Bane podcast at the show. live podcast show, ladies and gentlemen. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. We had a great time and we will be back next week. Thank you guys. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com.